Hey there fellow explorers. Welcome to Cafe and Squared podcast. Entrepreneurship is truly today's biggest asset and our guest today has achieved success par excellence as an entrepreneur. He is the founder of one of India's fastest growing music labels, Voila. You need to hear how him and his company made a mark on a map on such a young age. Also, side note, you're listening to one of our first podcast ever. We hope you like it and we'd love to hear your feedback and how we can make this as much fun for you as it is for us. You can find Cafe and Discovered on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, the whole deal basically. So we need welcome to the podcast. We'd love to hear more about you and your company. Okay, fine. interview question <laughs> so basically um i'm a 23 year old um guy i started my company at the age of 20 now let me just give you a little bit of background about me so i've been born and brought up in mumbai um did my 11th and 12th from mithi bhai a very usual thing to do here honestly in mumbai then i did my engineering again a very usual thing to do from sardar patel institute of technology So when I was doing engineering I've always been keenly interested in music and YouTube and cinema arts basically So in the third year of engineering I actually just got an idea when I was surfing um, all these audio platforms So the idea was that a lot of YouTubers their music was just restricted to YouTube it didn't really come up on all the audio platforms This was just a brainwave I capitalized on it and that is how I started my company in the third year of engineering at the age of 20 which was called Vola Digi It's been over three years now, I believe. Yeah, it's been over three years, and in the last three years, we've been associated with around four fifty odd songs, and with all the top artists of the country. So it's been a journey, and it's been a very nice one, honestly. Now I'm just completing my MBA in the next um, one month, or probably even less than that. So I'm that's actually where I met Kapan. So yeah, that's that's pretty much about me. डैम ब्रो मुझे नहीं पता था कि तूने 450 गाने रिकॉर्ड कर लिए रिकॉर्ड नहीं मतलब इंक्लूडिंग एवरीथिंग डिस्ट्रीब्यूशंस प्रोडक्शंस प्रमोशंस ऑल इन ऑल 450 के अराउंड हो गया तुझे ऐसा नहीं लगता कि इंडस्ट्री में तेरा एज देख के लोग स्टीरियोटाइप करते हैं या फिर तुझे एज फैक्टर से कभी प्रॉब्लम नहीं आई स्टार्टिंग में थोड़ा हुआ था ऑनेस्टली ये मैं बोलता भी हूं कभी-कभी कि मतलब स्टार्टिंग में एक्चुअली सी इट्स नॉट देयर फॉल्ट um this industry to a certain extent has a lot of people who are very experienced so now when a 20 year old walks in and with zero experience honestly and um, he presents an idea there might be a few people who have doubts about it so that did happen initially at a few places but eventually i'll tell you what happens that is a short uh, period and these are this like teething problems once you show them content once you show them your work eventually i got over those things but yeah if you ask me in the beginning it happened um in fact you know i think it's the credibility you build now i don't think there'll be people who will think that oh he's just 23 why would i work with him um that hasn't happened anymore at all even though 23 is not there are people who are much more experienced but in the beginning yes it does happen but i think that's true for every industry and every field and these are things you can get around i say uh, tell us about that award you just received Uh, one of the best to student or oh, yeah. another in the country so basically again so i was just uh, you know i did not take part in too many competitions in mba all right uh, i did take part in a couple of them this was one of them so ek din ek mail aaya tha and i looked at it it was an entrepreneurship competition so i suddenly got pretty excited so i just applied for it and honestly ketan because you know the schedules there um i did not really get 
too much time to prepare for it so i just gave it a little bit of time as much as i could and i participated and the first round was in mumbai i came first in mumbai essentially so i was the winner of the mumbai chapter and then the first two people essentially go for the finals it was a great event i learned a lot and we presented it was a great feeling because honestly the good part about my company is that and my work is that it's out in the public domain all right so whenever when i was presenting also a lot of people knew the artists i work with they knew the songs i had released probably so it was a very warm feeling there when people were actually listening to me and yeah so that happened and i actually i ended up coming third in the country on the global student entrepreneur awards that's the competition you know the award was one thing but the learning i got there was immense and it was fancy shit ah fancy shit it's funny to ne jaise bola ki ek mail aaya tha maine apply kar di are nahi i'll tell you what happens i'll tell you what happens बिकॉज है ना मैं एम बी ए में बहुत ज्यादा मुझे टाइम नहीं मिलता था बहुत ज्यादा पता है बिकॉज एम बी ए के बाद मेरा खुद का काम होता था तो मैं बहुत ज्यादा कॉम्पिटिशन में नहीं अप्लाई करता था मैंने दो ही कॉम्पिटिशन में पार्ट लिया है वन वॉज दिस और एक मैंने पी एनजी सीईओ चैलेंज में पार्ट लिया था जो कम्पल्सरी था विनिंग की बात करें तो आई थिंक यू हैव कम ऑन नंबर 1 ऑन YouTube अ लॉट ऑफ टाइम्स माय चैनल इज ट्रेंडिंग यस ट्रेंडेड ऑन नंबर 1 ट्वाइस अम वी ट्वाइस नंबर 1 ट्वाइस ओके नंबर 1 ट्वाइस फिर बाकी वी हैव बीन ऑन नंबर 11 आई गेस वी हैव बीन ऑन 14 एंड देन द नंबर्स बिहाइंड वी हैव बीन देयर अ फ्यू टाइम्स होपफुली इट कंटिन्यूज अभी तक तो मैं सोच रहा था कि तुम लोग सिर्फ कंपटीशन में फर्स्ट आ रहे हो अभी 130 करोड़ में भी फर्स्ट आ रहे हो दैट्स वेरी स्वीट ऑफ यू बस वही है बस अभी कोशिश है कि ये रिपीट होती रहे चीज एंड द पीपल कीप लविंग आवर वर्क टेल अस समथिंग अबाउट योर अपकमिंग प्रोजेक्ट्स सो अपकमिंग प्रोजेक्ट्स वी हैव प्रोजेक्ट्स लाइंड अप विद अ लॉट ऑफ टैलेंटेड सिंगर्स हु आर न्यू एज वेल एज एस्टैब्लिश्ड इन द इंडस्ट्री अक्रॉस लैंग्वेजेस सो लेट मी टेल यू लैंग्वेज वाइज फर्स्ट स्टार्टिंग ऑफ विद हिंदी वन प्रोजेक्ट इज ऑफ गजेंद्र वर्मा एंड जोनिता गांधी वी हैव प्रोजेक्ट्स विद निखिल डिसूजा um we have projects with yasir desai and you know the kind the artists we worked with before we worked with uh, palak mochal we worked with ankit tiwari we released songs of a lot of artists like that so we have a lot of songs in hindi we are also concentrating heavily on regional languages because the next big growth will come in regional and it's not like this growth hasn't started regional languages have picked up big time in the last few years so we're also investing in these languages now we we are making music in bengali um haryanvi bhojpuri and so there's a lot of content in the pipeline in fact let me tell you in the last one week in the last 7 days i think we've released around five english songs also so we're also doing nice. that now so yeah we're working across languages we're working with a lot of uh, talented artists so hopefully you know things should go well and i think another place where we are looking forward to work is in the indie space because the indie space is growing big time i think logo ko bahut zyada vini gen dikhne wala hai future mein uh, you know uh, we were very right about this regional thing uh, i think last week the ceo of paytm uh, invested in a company which was into regional content uh, this is company from indore it's called stage these guys are making exclusively regional content mm-hmm. exclusively regional content and it's free to use uh, as much as i know i might be wrong but uh, dude these guys are going heavy and i think uh, that guy invested 1 million dollars so 
uh, I think this is a very right direction to move in because we have the kind of population ek ek state mein bhi have ek ek country ka population so content consumption is there sirf content production ki baat hai mm-hmm. the internet boom has been a great driver of increasing content consumption why do i tell you the next big growth is in regional languages is that the you know the people who still don't have mobile phones um a lot of them are regional language consumers eventually when they all get internet that uh, we'll also get one more segment for of consumers and india has a huge population which is one of the biggest strengths we have in terms of content consumption because the numbers we get are crazy you won't believe um there have been a couple of haryani songs recently They, they've actually trended on number 1 in the world i mean not trended in terms of youtube in terms of numbers um they in terms of views they have been highest in the world okay in few days they've crossed like 700 million views in a couple of, in a few months that is why re- everyone is looking at regional right now because there's one more reason that you know content in um languages like hindi and now even punjabi is very very expensive okay to make and to promote um okay. if you work smartly maybe in regional languages there's a possibility that you can make content with a higher roi that is why there are a lot of people looking at regional and there's always that element that there might be a big surprise that a regional song clicks big time so there you can actually make a lot of money so i was not expecting this response to be honest higher roi in regional uh, no no it's, it's how does the economics of that work possible is the option it's the possible. idea okay okay great nice so tell us tell us this uh, vinith lot of young people lot of struggling artists must must be approaching you with all their content and all their you know, creations so how do you manage and segregate them and how do you pick out the best from them the first thing should be talent okay new artists if they have a good music if they made good music or if they're talented then i would love to work with them and we do that even if you see on my youtube channel for every mm-hmm. big artist there are i would say a lot of artists who have a smaller fan following i listen to the songs the artists send me it's not only me honestly i have a team we all listen to the song and if i think that even a new artist who's got zero releases has made a good song we make it a point that we release their song because i believe that okay. you know every artist who's been established was new at some point in life and if you support a new artist they can be tomorrow's arijit singh or they can be tomorrow's you know badshah or they can be or uh, tomorrow shreya goshal is this that they need the initial push in fact i'll tell you a story there was this artist um, duo which we had bharat chaurav we have released around 12 to 13 songs of theirs okay now i think those guys are extremely talented extremely talented okay um back when we started working together they had like 1 1 and a half lakh subscribers on youtube but mm-hmm. you know it wasn't like they had millions but at the same time i really believed in the content so we released a song i gave them the best um, services i could eventually one of our songs clicked it didn't click that much in india it clicked in other countries uh, outside india and the song became a rage even if you search on youtube now there are like dance anthems on that song it's called mila jo tu so i think if the content is good eventually it reaches the public it's just that how do you plan to push and promote it i don't know what to say man very very impressive thank you uh, i've seen on your channel uh, you also have a lot of spiritual content so voyladigi uh, is a mix of uh, everything but what is the usp of your channel what is that one selling point why do people listen to voyladigi 
in fact see uh, why do people listen to bola digi one of the things is a usd we actually have content for everybody if somebody is into devotional music we have devotional content if somebody is into independent music which is more of the romantic type we have content for them if somebody um has has you know wants a little bit of peppy um music we also have peppy music so we essentially cater to different people with different kinds of music that is the idea because i feel with the kind of population india has and the number of uh, artists we work with it is it is possible for us to deal with a lot of segments um one thing we always assure is that the quality of our music is always good if the quality of the audio and the product is not nice then we won't release the song that's that's simple but if the audio is nice okay. we push it so there is this level of reliability that has come in that people who know that if they listen to our channel it will be some music that's actually nice it it will be music that's probably you know suited to their taste somewhere or the other they'll get that music on our channel till even i started off my idea was to work with independent artists um support independent artists release their music because i saw a big growth there so that way if you know i think independent music is really growing so if they want to consume independent music they can always tune into our channel or channels now so we already have two channels we're starting two more soon and why do you think it's a good idea to divide the audience because see for so one of our channels is for content which is you know hindi and um the independent content that you, the main channel as you've seen it then one channel is for a devotional content um because see when the audiences are different it doesn't really make sense giving you know clubbing them all together one of our channel is we're starting for haryanvi let's say so now people who listen to haryanvi are probably not the people who listen to um hindi like at least there might be some overlap but not completely so now when this happens if uh, for example if you're a subscriber who is listening to hindi i keep pumping you up with haryanvi content eventually you will just feel that this channel is not for me because um you know they're just keeping on uh, compiling content which is not suited to me so even instead of having 1 billion subscribers on one channel if i have four channels with smaller subscriber bases but the relevant audience i think that's a better way to grow and go forward vinit is there something which i should have asked and i did not uh is there something you want to say to the audience um not really i mean see if we sit for a coffee or something some day we can probably stretch up the conversation to 3 hours okay there are a couple of things now these might sound philosophical but i think they have worked for me so i think i can share it you know in the end i feel somewhere that your intent really matters okay if right from the beginning your intent of doing something is wrong then i don't think somebody can survive in the long run you know we are always we always make sure that we do our best for the artist and that's really work for us like our artists speak for us i don't think i've ever spent huge amounts of money on uh, instagram promotions saying that you know work with us or something like that our artists have spoken for ourselves um they actually go and say that we work with bola it's it's a great Uh, experience working there and i get a lot of inquiries that way so i think keep your intent clear and um work towards a particular goal and i think you can be you can you can do well that's one of the things i wanted to share usually when i do something like this or in a different format if i do it in a panel or something i am usually asked stuff about mba but i think you can answer that too because you've done it too so would you like to take it forward i mean that's on you if, if you want to talk about something there uh 
yeah so this is something i get asked pretty often in fact every talk this is one of the first three questions one part of this is that my business is majorly digital all right so even with being in college almost for the entire day because ketan you knew my schedule like our schedules Correct. were crazy um i could manage it because a major part of it was digital another thing that was good was that i started the company a year before mba if i didn't do that then it would probably be very difficult to start something from scratch there because you know when you start a company there are a lot of processes you need to set in place there are a lot of things you need to do i started my company in engineering which was relatively a little relaxed as compared to mba um thirdly you know you have to make sacrifices now again like i don't want to be the person uh, preaching things but i think ultimately it really comes down to prioritization and your sacrifices so what did i sacrifice you know you i really did not get time for myself which is a bad thing i would say at times but i didn't really have the option because i was already managing work which is something i couldn't leave and i was doing my mba which again is something i had to do with full heart so your social life goes for a toss um personal life also at times goes for a toss but i think ultimately it's weighing the option so i realized that this is a couple of years and then i think it'll really help me for my entire life so it's the It, it it is possible is it difficult 100% what i recommend it to a lot of people see it really depends on what you want from life so if you are up for this then why not kesan i think you can also say the same because um you've done something similar you were studying while uh, you actually were also working i i started my first company when i was 20 our stories are very much related venture was also into uh, music and events lot of similarities between us bro and i think that's why that was the main reason why we connected we connected uh, right that's right, that's uh, right. but uh, as it turned out that we are a true breed entrepreneurs uh, i think vinith is i don't know about me mm. i might become one <laughs> no no i'm sure you are like when i talk to ketan he's always talking about ideas and you know starting new things so the first mm-hmm. project i started working on like you know it was almost like a company and stuff um was when i was 18 everything was almost done i think it was the most brilliant idea i ever had the last moment something a few things went wrong which is why i couldn't execute it completely then that didn't work out and for the next one and a half years i was just thinking what do i do what do i do and then this idea struck when i was 20 so i think it's a it's a continuous process it's not like you get an idea in a day and you execute it correct it can't just pop and you can start exactly oh, and you can't even think about it it just happens correct It's, it's strange. Like honestly, even after Bola, so I'm always thinking that you know where else I can delve into. I think I think you know this. I'm always thinking what is the next thing I can start. But unless I get that perfect idea, I don't think I can start. And you shouldn't start with an idea that is very half-hearted. Half-hearted, तो कोई चीज़ काम नहीं करती. कभी कुछ नहीं काम करता. And I, this for me, this is coming from experience. I don't know about you. So I started a couple of things half-heartedly, and even when the idea was brilliant. it did not turn out to be as i expected it to be because when you are so you know 
not a lot of people talk about this but entrepreneurship and starting something is difficult very difficult even starting this podcast even this little one podcast was difficult you know it takes lot of heart lot of dedication and people do not talk about this and until you are dedicated to it completely from your heart you cannot do it from your brain you might be able to say that's, that's that very true ki i am dedicated to it but if your heart is not in it you cannot do it in fact edan i would like to add one thing here also um you know the problem with entrepreneurship talks okay is that they're always just trying to motivate very few people actually talk about the number of failures in entrepreneurship we only see successes and i think that's true for anything that's that's important to motivate but i think everybody who starts should also have the real picture so you know i think out of 10 9 companies fail and that's a crazy number to fail <laughs> okay so and most people who start entrepreneurship they just want uh, oh it's the new guitar basically it's cool right <laughs> so yeah so they want to start and that is why unless you have your heart in place it doesn't make sense because there are a lot of difficulties and chances are that you'll fail people need to know the reality that how to stand nine companies fail and that is when they make an informed decision so unless if you know that reality and then you won't start something half hearted what according to you is that differentiating factor which makes that one business work see that one differentiating factor can be a lot of things it can be something from as simple as good customer service to something as complex as uh, a patented technology a patented uh, technological advancement okay. so but i think eventually it all comes down to the fact that if your customers are happy then your business will work and the reason for your customer being happy can be any of these reasons um i think the more important point is why don't the other nine businesses work at times the business might be doing everything right but it still might not work right so you have to go with that mindset that things can be difficult but i think the the key is to persevere and to learn and adapt and if things are not going well for a while you can if you can hang in there and if you can adapt and just make changes here and there then i think a lot of businesses can do better i'm sure a lot of them still try that right but you know there's no this is not a binary question with a yes or no i feel there's a lot of subjectivity here both of you have been entrepreneurs both of you handle businesses there is a major concern of not having stability especially when you start with a business so what are your views on that and like what is the opportunity cost basically so i think both of us come from a very privileged background uh, we come from a family business background and uh, that sort of helps sometimes it's a bane also because mm-hmm. you have to give a time to your business you cannot ignore that but at the same time you have a certain level of freedom you do not have that mental baggage to carry with yourself that you have to earn for your family so i think that sort of helps what do you think we need that is definitely something which really helps and i think uh, when you work you should always keep that in your mind that you have a certain level of privilege and you shouldn't take it for granted um saying that you know if you ask me what is the opportunity cost and you know how do you make the decision i think it's very important for a person to at least be um financially stable not not financially stable in the sense that they should have a lot of money 
but at least if they have some people dependent on them so for example if there's a guy who wants to start his own business and his entire family is dependent on him they don't have savings and mm-hmm. if he doesn't get money then they'll probably you know they'll go hungry i think that is not that is something which he should be a little or she should be a little careful about in the sense that if you have people dependent on you at least make sure that there is something for them like they don't go hungry if if their basic needs are covered and if you think you can manage that then i think it's a better time to start your business if you want to take that plunge that at least let's say a couple of months or like four months five months you know that if you won't be earning those expenses should be covered to some extent is what i feel what do you think ethan because i think again as motivated as it may sound we have to keep the reality in mind that it's not necessary that the business will do well and if your family shouldn't go hungry because of you this is something it you know this is a concept we were taught in mba also it was called affordable loss that even if everything in my business goes wrong and if i don't make any money or if i make losses it shouldn't affect um your you or your family or the people dependent on you majorly like at least you guys can have a good uh, meal every day i i cannot agree with you need more so i think a lot of people glamorize entrepreneurship taking that leap jumping all in but people have to keep the practicality in mind and i do not i can i don't think i can add anything to what we said because it might be it might be a good idea at least that you work for a couple of months do some savings and then take the plunge that that wins in the long term because if something happens to the survival of your family to the people who are dependent on you then you will have no choice but to get back to work yeah unless and you're super confident that your idea will do well and you have like some intuition within you that this will definitely work then it's a different thing but i think most people who start a company they are a little dicey like they don't know what's going to work what won't work in fact i think in most businesses the business models change in a few months like you don't continue with what you thought correct uh, so you have to change according to the in market the first few months so with that kind of uh, if you don't even have that stability then i think it's better to at least have some savings before you start off Correct. All right. Now we see this as an established label. You are topping the charts. Everything is amazing. But thinking back to the first year that when you started working, is there an incident you would like to share which shows the reality of starting a new business for us to see the actual side of it to the bad parts? मतलब basically क्या होता है ना जब starting में तुम काम कर रहे होते हो, I feel a lot of times. people know that you don't know a lot of things and this is something which i think you'll agree to also ketan Correct. when you are starting something you think that you know a lot about the industry you know everything mm-hmm. because you probably read a couple of articles on google <laughs> <laughs> but when you get into something completely uh, you actually realize that there's nothing you know i mean there's so much you don't know uh, i think at that time it's very necessary to be careful so that people don't exploit um, your lack of awareness because these things happen okay you need to be very careful with agreements you need to be careful with uh, with commitments but eventually these are sorted okay because i think i was with a lot of nice people you know if you have a positive mindset these end will sort of jati hai i have noticed this one thing in past few years i have been working optimism and positive mindset solves everything eventually everything gets sorted out unless of course um, uh, you missed the big time tab kuch nahi ho sakta at least if you have a positive approach to things you will make some incremental progress and i think in- incremental progress hote hote cheeze pe sort ho jati hai correct sab dekha gaya if you have a negative mindset right from the beginning 
फिर तो चीजें कोई भी सॉल्व होना बहुत ही डिफिकल्ट है बहुत मुश्किल है वो बोलता है ना बहुत टेक्निकल जाएगा वाह बॉलीवुड में काम कर रहा है तू तू ये सब बात सारी बात ही लगती है नहीं नहीं बट दिस इज समथिंग आई जनरली बिलीव इन आई थिंक यू नो इवन द वर्स्ट ऑफ टाइम्स डू पास इट्स जस्ट दैट यू नीड टू बी पॉजिटिव एंड यू नीड टू वर्क टुवर्ड्स इट ऐसा नहीं कि से बेटर और निकल जाएगा काम करना पड़ता है उसके लिए ग्लैमर के बारे में पता इस इंडस्ट्री में लोगों को लगता है बहुत सारा ग्लैमर है और है भी ट्रोलिंग they have their own personal issues they have issues just like everybody else and they expect them to be like that all the time glamorous which is not really possible and if you know if a person tries doing that ultimately it's very difficult for them to abhi imagine kar ke then if i tell you ki tu all time spotlight mein hai tere ko all time suit mein baithe rehna hai you need to look good your hair needs to look perfect all the time it's very difficult you you need to relax after a point of time correct um so behind the glamour there is a lot of hardship there is a lot of hard work there is a lot of struggle um and especially on youtube you know a lot of people have just come without any you know they they just come where they are because of the hard work so there is a lot which goes into it so behind the glamour there is a lot of things that people don't see and honestly a lot of people might not even want them to see it but it's there yeah man well vinith i think we've covered all that we had to talk about and it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you thank you for being on coffee undiscovered thank you thank you for thank you chal bye if you like the podcast and would like to know more about such interesting people keep listening to coffee undiscovered for our next episode we will have with us bombil and manvendra they're a couple based in a village in uttarakhand and they run projects in various fields youth empowerment reforestation and prisoner rehabilitation to name a few Do tune in until then keep exploring